Good morning, I'm Frank Powers, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, the program where I speak to our neighbors, the people behind the scenes of our amazing organizations, small businesses, and nonprofits. Our friends are informing you that they serve our community, and they're here to give you updates on future projects. Let's make some new friends today. I'm starving, and food is a human right. The Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona responds to the root causes of hunger and seeks to restore dignity, health, opportunity, and hope to people living in poverty. Their programs include emergency food assistance and free meals, as well as farmers markets, community gardens, nutrition education, culinary training, and support for local growers and food systems, advocacy, and a ton more. They partner with over 350 organizations to serve five counties of Southern Arizona, over 23,000 square miles. That's a lot of place settings. And today I'm fortunate enough to speak with Norma Cable, the public relations manager for the Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona. Norma, welcome to Lifestyle Tucson. Thank you so much, Frank. Wow, what a great introduction. You covered so much of what we do. And we do a lot across southern Arizona, across the five counties that we serve. An amazing job, I think, of serving people with emergency food and then going beyond to address that root cause of poverty that so often accompanies the hunger that we see. Yeah, and we're going to talk about a lot of the beyond because that's what we talk about on Lifestyle Tucson a lot is how much we can help others through volunteering, but also through Uh, really the programs that you're offering to help people that just need a leg up. I'm not a guy that believes in your bootstraps and all that sort of thing. That's why I included that food is a human right. A lot of people really just uh, have that misnomer that people need to earn everything and how dare they get something for free in this country. I've asked that question to some people. Some people, they will give you a thoughtful answer on why water is not a human right. Mm. And it's weird that people will think this way. I feel that, don't feel attacked, it's a little bit of a boomer thing, where the older folks think that you gotta work hard for everything and no one deserves what they'll call a handout. Well, I don't believe in that. I believe that we need to help everybody, and that's what you guys believe as well over there. So let's really dive into what is going on at the Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona. Give us a little 101 of what it really is all about. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, I appreciate that, Frank. I appreciate all that you said about the judgments that we see about poverty and about people needing to come to the food bank. And so often we see that stigma that comes with you know, I can't go to the food bank. I'm not in that bad a shape. Save it for someone who really needs it. We want people to know that food is a human right and that you are entirely welcome at the Community Food Bank and at all of our partners, and that our goal is really to treat everyone with dignity and respect. When you come in and you check in, you should be greeted that way every time by a volunteer or a staff member. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter why you're there. And what we do see so often is that people often life happens, right? And Mm -hmm. maybe that means a bad car accident. Maybe that means your health is suddenly a huge issue and you can't afford what you used to afford, no problem. That's why we're there. And that's why we'll always be there to provide that emergency food, exactly what it says. I cannot make these ends meet this month. I need some help. We see no shame in that. We see no judgment in that. We do have food for everyone. And we hand that out the best way we can in the most uh, accessible way we can and also with it being as fresh and nutritious as we can make it. So what we do see for people coming into our pantry, and I just left 
um, and saw a big line almost to the door of people who are uh, lining up today, this morning. That's just not unusual. So you will check in, you will get an emergency food box, and the amount of it will vary according to the number of people in your household. And then you'll go through the line and be able to say, yes, today I want grapes, I want the mixed produce, I want the dates that you have, I want the cereal that you have, or no, my family doesn't eat that, I don't need that today. As much as possible, providing that choice, again, going back to respect and dignity and providing that to the people that we serve. I'll tell you, I had a friend grown up and he used to say that he wanted to open a diner and call it Dignity and Respect. There you go. Because that's what it's all about. He was punk rock. And that's the thing is that they we would only go to certain places where like they didn't judge you based on how you look. And that we all think of skin color when we think about that. But actually, it can just be to like, you know, where you are in society. And mm-hmm. that was the thing that he would only go to a place that really like didn't judge him for kind of being punk rock. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really important that Dignity and Respect. And it's funny because on this show... Uh, I talk to a lot of great organizations and then often I like to be like, and next time we hang out, when I have you back, I'll go down and we'll do some stuff together. I've already actually been to the community food bank because guess Good. what? Life did happen. It was called the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I bet. How how are things going back then? Mm-hmm. How many people did you really have to help when, when the world stopped? And, you know, it was um, so many people that we helped, but also the fact that the way that we helped them had to change. Yes. Where everyone, remember all that fear that came in, nobody knew how COVID was spread and what we should be doing. You were wiping off your groceries mm-hmm. when you could find them in the grocery store. Um, what we saw then was that move to drive through distribution. What we also saw was the National Guard coming in at the governor's order to help us through a time period when we didn't have our normal volunteers, who many of them were still willing and ready and able to come in, but we just didn't know if that was safe. So instead, we had the National Guard helping us, I think, about 50 to 60 of them each day um, in places like Nogales, in Tucson, helping to distribute that food, having it be a drive-through distribution, which we thought at the time was the safest we could get. Mm -hmm. So just open your trunk or open the back door of your car and we will load that food up. An average of about 100 pounds of food per car went out. And we have to remember that we were getting all kinds of government help right? Some emergency relief. And so we were able to provide more of that food. And we really did see those long lines. We saw the move necessary to move from our warehouse at 3003 South Country Club over to that huge parking lot at Kino Sports Stadium and using every bit of that in our busiest days, using the solar parking to provide some shade for the food that we knew needed to stay at a safe temperature no matter what it was outside. And then again, relying on the National Guard and just getting through that. For us, we were almost operating um, between our different staff members of being in 24 hours a day, but we had our drivers coming in at three in the morning and then other people leaving at about 11 o'clock at night. So it was all hands on deck, do whatever you can and let's meet this need together. And we did get through it. um, And thank goodness. And we are glad to have those days behind us. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Now you're back running to what things go, just Mm -hmm. running things along, still a lot of work, Mm -hmm. still a hell of a process, Mm -hmm. but the process is there and the assembly line works. You have a whole method and a template for it. So now let's get people down there. So where is this place they can go pick up food? Because I want that address again and I'll give everybody everything in the recap. And I've got some of the times in which you can do that as well. So let's get people going and getting down to visit you, getting some food. Sure. So our main warehouse, our main food pantry in Tucson is at 3003 South Country Club. But keep in mind that we serve people all over Southern Arizona. So we have a resource center in Marana, 
and Amato and Green Valley and Nogales. We also have partners that we support with food by delivering them the food. So pantries all over these counties. The best way to find some of those locations is really to go to our website at communityfoodbank.org and just click on the button that says Get Help. And you can really easily find a map that says Find Food Now. And then you can figure out which place is the best is the closest for you, which hours work for you. So often we run into that accessibility issue, and that's part of why we've really made school pantries part of our focus, and that number just keeps growing. So 35 pantries now at different schools across southern Arizona that are open and giving out food when school hours are going so wow. that the busy parent, who, which we know every parent is busy, mm-hmm. right, can drop off their child or in some cases when they pick up their child, they can grab that food that they need in the school cafeteria or in the Ramada outside or in a drive through distribution. So really working on that kind of accessibility, trying to get that food out at a time when people can really get to it. Um, That's one of our biggest challenges, and we really have responded to this increasing need that we're seeing because COVID was kind of a push, like an immediate, desperate sort of a need, and that hit us and hit us hard. But then even now we're dealing with higher uh, amounts of people than than we saw last year at this time, so up about 20%. And we know from living and paying costs of everything that groceries have gone up and Mm -hmm. continue to go up. Fuel is nowhere near as cheap as what it used to be. Housing really reaching a crisis point. And so with all of those factors coming in for a family that can't make ends meet, really we are seeing that increased demand all over. So we are responding with some Saturday morning hours at 3003 South Country Club for the next two months in November and December. Those will be the third Saturdays of the month. We'll be open nine to noon, opening up to people who can't make it during the work week. And then on Thursdays, we've extended our hours, so we're really open all day. We open at 9, we stay open till 6. So we can serve people who are picking picking up the kids and can stop by or couldn't get to us earlier when we were open only in the mornings and now can come after their job. Um, Just trying to make uh, that food accessible. We have the food, we need to get it into the community, really trying to respond to the need that we see. Even just to mitigate some of the traffic, what do you think are some of the like slower hours of the day? So if someone is, you know, if they've got some time in the day, maybe come around two in the Mm -hmm. afternoon. So you're not coming during work or after work when there's a rush. Right. You know, I imagine it works probably typical like a lot of grocery stores like that. The middle of the day is kind of a lull, but then those uh, those drive time hours. They get, they get a little busy. Right. And so for Tuesdays and Wednesdays at Country Club, when we're talking about that location specifically, we open at 9, we close at 2. So we do see that rush in the morning, right, those first couple hours. We usually do open, unfortunately, to a line of people mm-hmm. who are waiting for us to open. So I would say about 11 or noon, good time to come. We close it too. If you're in line before then, we're certainly not going to close our doors. You're going to get your food. Right. Um, and then for the extended Thursday hours, the afternoons seem to be a good time when you can come and not have to wait in line. So around two or three, being that we're open till six, you still get there in plenty of time to get that food before we close. And at a good time, maybe for your schedule, again, that's 
tying in with when school gets out, for some people when they're out of work and when it's convenient for them to come. So we have addressed some of those issues. We know that we always need to be listening to the community and responding to the need. But for right now, we are, we've opened up those hours and just are taking a look to see what's happening. And already we've seen, you know, we've had those extended hours on Thursdays now since July. Already we've seen a one-day total, I think, of around 900 people just coming into that one location that particular day, which has set a record for us. I mean, that's incredible. If you're just joining us now, I'm here talking to Norma Cable, the public relations manager for the Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona. We've been a lot of dates and some times, but let's talk about events. Let's talk about the real dates and times people got to pay attention to, get your number two pencils out, (laughs) because there's a lot of fun stuff happening. We're going to jump around a little bit, because one of the biggest ones is the Holiday Harvest Food Drive at Sam's Club at 4701 North Stone Avenue from 6 to 6 on 1116. Mm -hmm. So tell me everything that we're doing. We're partnering up. It's all of our stations here. Here at Arizona Lotus, Mix FM's involved. We're going to do what at the Sam's Club on the 16th of November? You bet. We're going to be collecting food. So bring your donations all day long from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And we're so grateful for this partnership and for the radio stations doing this great job of getting the word out. So this comes to us on November 16th on that Thursday at Sam's Club on Stone Near River. Bring your food you have collected from your neighbors. Hold a mini food drive if you would like. Mm. Bring your monetary donation, but stop on by and help us out. What we see that week of Thanksgiving is our busiest day of the year, that Tuesday before Thanksgiving. It's all hands on deck at the Community Food Bank. That's all our staff is doing, is trying to serve the incredible amount of people that we see and the lines of people that start so early. So please, Bring your food, bring your donation. It's great if you are going grocery shopping between now and November 16th. Think about that. Can you buy a case of corn or peanut butter or an extra couple boxes of cereal or some extra bags of beans or rice? Pack a food bag and then bring it on in. The great thing about being out there at 6 in the morning is that you see people who are coming by at that hour with a bag of food or a monetary donation. And I just think that says a lot about our community. And that, again, reminds me, we're not in this job alone. Mm -hmm. We are doing this work with so many great people who want to make sure that people have the food that they need. Yeah, and I'm a Luddite. I hate technology. I'm the type (laughs) of guy that literally plans the event. It's like, oh, they'll be down there on this day. That's the day I'll go food shopping. (laughs) So, yes, you can do that. And if you don't show up with a bag, don't worry. Walk right on to Sam's Club, buy some stuff, and then walk on out. Donate it right there on the spot. Good point. And very good point because Sam's Club is being part of this partnership very generously opening up for that day. You don't need a membership card to want to shop oh, at Sam's at Club that. that day. So if you don't belong, don't worry. You get to go right in. You get to shop. Hopefully you're going to pick up some of that wonderful uh, uh, groceries that they sell large scale, right? Mm-hmm, we like mm-hmm. the cases. We like the bigger bags. We like all that stuff. Um, and then bring it on out. So then once you get to the parking lot, load up your car and then bring us your donation. It's just a wonderful arrangement. Yeah, it's really fun. It's a good time. Us radio stations, we love it. Uh, we talk about it a lot for months because it is one of the things we are proudest to be a part of. So it's a great partnership. And that's what's really fun about doing all this stuff. It's my favorite thing about hosting this show is I get to meet a lot of the great 501c3s in town or your good organizations that help people. And that's what's really everything's all about. It's about helping each other. We're always just trying to motivate you here 
to just open your heart a little bit and just realize that sometimes, I don't know, the bad news always rises to the surface, but we really got to get that good news up to the headline. And that's what I like to do on Lifestyle Tucson is really promote the positivity, have some fun, community, the biggest thing, getting together and seeing those smiles on faces when you are doing just good things. If you've never donated a bag of food to somebody, uh, I challenge you to do it because it feels really good. Right, people are really happy to receive that help, and you don't need to see the faces. You can just know that you're driving away and you did a good thing, That's right? right? Especially That's at Thanksgiving, right. right? Absolutely. When we think about that holiday, we think about how it centers around food, right? And that big meal that is becoming more expensive all the time, and yes. it's just out of reach for so many people. Not to mention, many people have family visiting at this time, and when money is tight, when that household budget is at its stretched limit then it's difficult to feed family who are coming into town, uh, people who may need to, uh, you know, feed some extra guests around that table. So what we're asking for and what we continue to ask for is just really those staples. And of course you can feel free to throw in a box of stuffing or cake mix or uh, a bag of gravy, um, a packet of gravy mix. But what we're really looking for, what we always are looking for is peanut butter and breakfast cereal, and beans, and pasta, and rice. Those canned proteins proteins like canned tuna, canned chicken, canned veggies, canned soups, those are what, for us, are the top, top items year-round all the time. Items that we know we can get safely from one place to another, considering we're serving people all over southern Arizona across these five counties. So good, basic staples. We love that. Uh, We do see some people who are so generous and will fill a grocery cart Mm -hmm. at Sam's Club and then come out and donate to us. Amazing people and wonderful examples of what you're exactly right. What's good? What's going on that is good in this world? That's really a day to savor it. Um, Not to mention all the great people at 94.9 Mix FM out there all day broadcasting live from Sam's Club, which is just fun, right? Saying hi to all the people who are donating. You can come by and greet them. Um, It really has a festive air to it, which I think is just a wonderful way of expressing what we're doing out there. It's just gathering food for people who need it. That's what we're doing. A lot of giving. A lot of giving. Let's keep talking about the giving because then there's also Giving Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So that's on 1128. So Giving Tuesday, this is, uh, it, it, it's around Thanksgiving all the time because it's touted as the global generosity movement, unleashing the power of people and organizations to transform their communities and the world. That's what Giving Tuesday has become part of this hashtag movement. It's easy to follow along. And a lot of 501c3s benefit from this day where they raise a ton of money. So you might want to consider giving your donation to the Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona this Giving Tuesday on 1128. You can go get all the details. Just Google it. It's easy. It's easy. All right. Don't get confused talking about Thanksgiving. Don't gobble it. All right. Just go take care of business and search it on up. And you can find a lot of information on their website. Go get inspired if we're not inspiring you enough here. I think we're doing a great job. Absolutely. I love talking about giving and community. But I'll tell you, you know what else? Uh, when it talks about helping people, how about medicine? Laughter, the best medicine of all. On 1114, uh, Fist is fed up, and that's what they're going to do. They're fed up from 7 to 9 at The Rock. Fist is the female storytellers of Tucson here. It's an amazing comedy show with all female comedians. Sometimes they'll sneak a guy in there, but it's really a great way to support a lot of these local comedians, a lot of local talent, and again, it's another great way where they're raising funds, raising awareness, and probably accepting food at that. I'm not sure 
go get all the details, go look it up. I know that if you come down to Arizona Lotus here at the station, we've got some boxes that you can just drop off food whenever you want, and we're going to get it to the Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona. Can I ask you, what other organizations have you partnered with that might have a box that you can just drop food off? How do people find these boxes? Absolutely. So, and you bring up a really good point, which I should have talked about earlier, but um, for that first week, November 1st through 8th, you can stop and pick up a box here, also at Tucson Electric Power downtown, also at the Community Food Bank at 3003 South Country Club, and at Tucson Coin and Autograph. So lovely partners that we have. So pick up a box. There's a list. The great thing is there's a list of the items that we need stapled right to it. Yeah. So pick up that box. Go ask your family. Ask your neighbors. Ask your kids' school. Hey, you want to join me in this food drive? That is really the way things happen, right? Mm -hmm. One person asks another, what do you think? Can you help us out? What we appreciate about that is your kind of partnership and also just that whole community coming together again. And for us, we see events where people want to benefit the Community Food Bank. That's wonderful. We're very careful about that. I think we're very good stewards of our donations and all the money that comes in. Um, Hunger across five counties of southern Arizona, such a big problem Mm -hmm. that we can't solve tomorrow, but we can certainly help people to get the food that they need and to have a little bit of an easier time as they're making their way through a stressful time of life, whether that be because they're raising some kids and because resources are stretched tight, because they're seniors living on Social Security, on an income that just isn't matching Mm -hmm. the price of things that have gone up now, whether they have had an accident, whether they have lost their job, whatever kind of thing it is. I I just think that we need to remember that we're not in this alone, and that's part of what brings me to the food bank is that we see that every day. Yeah, nobody's in this alone, especially in Tucson. Uh, When we're talking about food, I always talk about how Tucson is the baby bear's porridge. It's just right. All right. When it comes to size, community, and getting people involved, I think it's easier here than most places. I'm from New York. There's a lot of people in the way to get that community involvement, you know, together. It's hard to form a club there because you got a lot of people in your way. Whereas Tucson, there's not as many people, and the size of our populace actually benefits the fact that our communication connects us a lot quicker. So I really do recommend that. And there's a lot of other great events that's not that aren't around the holidays because you guys do a lot of stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. So if people want to get involved, tell me about the Santa Cruz River Farmers Market. Sure. It's a fabulous farmers market. It is operated by the Community Food Bank and it is open on Thursday afternoons during the winter hours because We like to call it winter, don't we? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Open from 3 to 6 p.m. and located at 221 South Avenido del Convento, which is down West Congress near the freeway, just west of the freeway. Um, And a beautiful farmer's market where you can buy locally grown fruits and vegetables. And that really is an essential part of our work. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're talking about non-perishables because we're talking about a food drive. And we know how important those are. But also locally grown food, the healthiest food that you can get, right? So important for us to go into the community and get that out. So we do work with growers and we do align them so that they can go and sell their goods at the farmer's market. We also work with growers on a bigger scale where we can Uh, bring together institutions and growers so they can grow crops on a larger scale and then be assured of that kind of income that's coming in. So when you look at the work that we do with local growers, we're talking about fresh fruits and vegetables that are grown here in the southern Arizona desert, which 
yes, it's challenging here, but it is not impossible. So we know that people can grow. I was just out at a farm, Southwinds Farm near Benson the other day, where he grows all kinds of things, tomatoes and asparagus, a special kind of squash that he's been requested to grow by a local restaurant who wants to serve it, Uh, peppers, um, chilies, different kinds of things like that. And you can see the variety that can be grown in the southern Arizona desert. It's not impossible. We work a lot with helping people to grow and learn to garden here in southern Arizona. When you talk about Nuestra Tierra Garden at the Community Food Bank at 3003 South Country Club, we offer workshops. Come and see what works for you here in Tucson. We know that what grows here is not the same as what's going to grow in the northwest or the northeast where the soil is different, where they get something called rain a lot more, where the soil (laughs) is just a lot more friendlier. We work with the varieties of seeds that grow here and in some cases have been grown here for thousands of years. So we really can provide that kind of knowledge to the backyard gardener. We can also help the local grower who is really working to grow things on a bigger scale to get that fruit, those fruits and vegetables out into the community. If you've never been to the Santa Cruz River Farmer's Market, you just got to make a visit. It's amazing. Um, And you will see the vendors that uh, help us out and grow all kinds of wonderful uh, fruits and vegetables that work here in Southern Arizona. Mm, it's true. Now, uh, fruits and vegetables are great, but also what about uh, coffee and donuts? Every third <laughs> Friday, you can hang out as well, get some coffee and donuts, and that's right. a fun thing that you guys are doing. Absolutely. There's a lot of great programs and a lot of great get-togethers. That's my favorite thing, is get-togethers. You should all get together, especially when you're getting together to help out a great organization like the Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona. And I'll tell you, this was a cakewalk as far as an interview. I appreciate <laughs> oh, donuts, it. donuts, coffee, and cake. Uh, look out. <laughs> all right. So I really appreciated talking to you today. Let's just ask you one last thing, and then we'll just wrap it up, because I love that you can donate. We've gone over that a lot. Donate your time. Donate some money. Do what you can. You can even host a food drive and then take that food that you that you, you, you drive, you dr- whatever, and you drive it on over to the food bank. So one last thing. If you had a wish for your organization, what would it be? Mm, what a great question. Well, the supreme and, and um, best wish of all is that we weren't in existence, right? Right. And that hunger wasn't a problem here. But really, my next wish would be just for uh, the same kind of community that we see all the time Um, and for people to know and appreciate the people that are here uh, working together and with us. Because, again, we're not in this alone. We just, you know, looking forward to the Holiday Harvest Food Drive. It's just a big sign of how much uh, we rely on the community for support and the community comes through. Yep. I've been hosting a lot of things and I'll tell you all these community events that we've come out of all the stuff we dealt with. They're bigger. Right. So I'm hoping this is the biggest one ever. I'll do my best to make sure it is too. And you all have to do the same thing. I will. Thank you. Yes. Because today we made friends with Norma Cable, the public relations manager for the Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona, whose mission is to change lives in the communities they serve by feeding the hungry today and building a healthy, hunger-free tomorrow. Thank you for joining me today, Norma. Thank you so much, Frank. This was Lifestyle Tucson. A bing bong bing. Time for a recap. What a great conversation I just had with Norma. I really enjoyed that. You can tell. And yeah, I remember when I had to go down to the community food bank during COVID. I lost all my gigs. I'm a gig worker. And it was terrifying. But they helped me get through it because everybody needs just some milk, tuna fish, all that good stuff. They really did help me survive. And that's what they're doing for a lot of fine folks here in Tucson. And you can go get some food when you need to at 
3003 South Country Club Road. Their phone number is 520-622-0525 if you have any questions. You can go pick things up on Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 9 to 2. Thursdays, they've extended hours from 9 to 6. And then they are open third Saturday of the month, 9 to noon. Go check out all those great events that we talked about because there's a lot. There's a lot of fun get-togethers. Again, coffee and donuts and stuff like that on a Friday, third Fridays, right? That's super fun. They got all these great farmer's markets. You can go check out the Santa Cruz River Farmer's Markets. Go get all the details on their website. You can also follow them at Food Bank of SAZ on Instagram, as well as give them a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash Food Bank of SAZ. And they are at communityfoodbank.org if you're going to their main website to go get all the event details and everything going on with the Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona. And I want to thank our friends at the Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona for joining me today. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. If you're a nonprofit that would like to be on the show, email lifestyletucson at gmail.com. For more information about this program or to listen to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page on klpx.com, kfma.com, mixfm.com, or espntucson.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Audible, or wherever fine podcasts are being served. Follow on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Lifestyle Tucson because I'm your BFF, Frank Powers, Toot Toot Tucson. I love you the most.